0: Oh, what a weekend it was. Oklahoma in the Red River rivalry. They get the win down in Dallas and a deep fried dub for the Sooners. LSU outlasts Missouri in Como. Jaden Daniels, Superman. He looks like it. Speaking of the Cajuns, he's back. Cord back live with us tonight for week seven. And number one, the Bulldogs, yeah, they look like it. All that and more coming up on Southern Roots Football Show. By the way, the name of the show, Southern Roots Football Show. On Southern the Roots Earth. Radio, right? On Southern Roots Radio, Hugh Freeze is dancing uh, on at the Auburn? sideline at Auburn. Okay, all
1: right, looking like Elvis. And, and, and they, <laughs> what the what? He, I
2: kept saying, "Do what we do, do what
1: we do, do what we do." No, I get on my old line forums and stuff on Twitter. You, know, oh,
0: uh, you know, do you I, hear that, chord? His old line. Wait, uh, is that where you're seeing all these pictures of uh, the belly and the maple syrup? No, I believe oh, that's okay. A, no, that's <laughs> a completely different. But, one. But, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. ran up
3: on that one before too. <laughs> hey, I, I, I don't know what you're looking at, JP.
4: <laughs>
0: uh, we are looking at a, another beautiful fall evening on the porch, on location once again at the MAC Estates. Thanks again to one Trevor. And oh, Trevor. May, May show up tonight. Possibly. I wouldn't count her. let's yeah, drag sure. her ass out yeah. here. So uh, had had a lot of positive response uh, to her appearance on the program last week. Cord, you might get kicked off. So, uh, welcome back, though, Cord. I knew it was coming eventually. Baton Rouge, yes. (laughs) Um, Jack Plant, Trevor McAnally, uh, the big sweet Charles Sweden, uh, Wes Brown, and uh, Cord Cole from uh, Louisiana is uh, back on with us uh, this week for the full entire show because he's got a lot to say.
3: That's a fact, but when do I not have a lot to say to no, That's true.
0: That is true. Yeah, it's, that's, that's any given Tuesday.
3: Everybody's favorite slap dick is back at it. Here we go. <laughs> yeah,
1: JP tried to cut you off seven times last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, uh, it
3: was a couple of me consumed yeah, before was my reaction. phone call last week. Yeah,
0: no, so, we appreciate you stepping out. Uh, did you have to go back to work after that?
3: I did. I yeah. did for about another two more hours.
0: Yeah, so. how, how was how was the evening? Good night.
3: It was good. It was it was nice. We got a little rain before the evening started to calm the dust down. It cooled off just a little bit. It was a it was a a nice cool 92 out there that night. And other than that, <laughs> we had a good time. The cold beers were flowing and uh food was good. It's just a great time for the city of Baton Rouge. Uh, hopefully, that continues to grow for us. But I appreciate y'all. Uh, holding it down when I was back, but uh, sorry guys, you know you, the the number one guy's back, and uh, I'll be
0: You're here. You're still with, talking you know, too much. Yeah. on
1: the <laughs> box all week. No, I know that. You
3: know that. You know that. You know that, Jake.
0: Uh, uh, well, uh, since since you brought it up, Cord, about the tee box, um, <laughs> and and how uh, we all did this past week. Would you love me to go over the numbers?
3: Yeah, I mean I hit a par. I'm sure you had like yep. a double eagle, but you can tell mm-hmm. us about everybody else's if you yep. want
0: to. Okay. I'm just going in the order that I have them based on how it started out. Trevor, uh, last week, one and five. Mm.
2: We'll get to that. Yep. We'll get to that.
0: Tell you. A lot of close. A lot Still of close Still no
4: offers cord. Giggle all you want, baby. I, tr- I,
0: tried to, I tried to give him an offer. Yeah, my and math did If we're didn't... talking
4: about golf, by God, that's four under. <laughs> he was four <laughs> over, by God. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> last
3: half full
0: guy. Oh, geez. All right. So, Trev, one and f- Five. Uh yours truly five and one. Yes, had a had a nice week. West two and four. Sweet three and three, along with Cord also. Three and three shooting level parts.
1: So he can go back to back with you.
0: That's awesome. That's how it is on on my document. It is. I know you could have gone any other order, but
1: just to let you know, I could have. Trevor went one and five. Ah, went went five five and one.
0: That's right. Let's flip flop. That's right. And, and, And just to update the overall standings, all right. Cord, 18, 20, and one. And look who's right there with you.
3: That's you, J.P. Huh? That's
0: right. 18, 20, and 1. And then we have Sweet, one back at 17, 21, mm-hmm. and 1. Two back is Trevor, 15, 23, and 1. And Wes, at 14, <laughs> and 1. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but shit, still man. wide open. Again, only four separate. Four separate. First and last. That's so. a
4: long freaking way for me, man. Well, I haven't – and two you know, and the thing
2: is, it goes back to the way college football is, though. I yeah. it's literally a I mean, flip of I mean, corn I'm two, so many times. Two
0: and
4: ten in the last two weeks.
2: Yeah, La- last week I was two and four. I and,
0: yeah, I was two and four the week before, the and I then I went five I and mean, one. So. I mean, we're I a big six yeah, cover I was about away. To, yeah, I was At least about to getting the LSU game.
2: Yeah, LSU game was a big one, and then shit, let's talk about Ole Miss again. Yeah, I said it earlier. Yeah,
0: we're gonna we're gonna get into all that, of course, as a lot of close games and a lot of reaction to get into here in our first segment. Uh, and as always, we've got uh, our features, our uh, uh, cat of the week. Do what we do, sweet talking and cut the cord. Uh, and then uh, looking ahead to Alumniville and our pick six, we got some good ones. Man, we got some good ones this week. So, uh, but before we get into that, uh, a couple of uh, non-game reaction, at least from the picks, a uh, couple of the top stories. Uh, I know I was watching because we, you know, we were texting. This was my first Saturday to be actually to be able to follow along with with the text chain throughout the day, which was thoroughly enjoyable, uh, by the way. But um, late in the evening, uh, had it on Miami and uh, Georgia Tech because I had three TVs, so I had to put it on something, right? And uh, what what a finish! Not kneeling down. I mean, anybody that that listens to this show probably understands uh, Mario Cristobal, the head coach of. Uh, Miami, I think he's taking responsibility for this. But uh, under 40 seconds to go, it's third down. Georgia Tech has no timeouts. And Miami, instead of kneeling, which uh, that's all they had to do, they decide to run the ball. Uh, they lose, they fumble it. Georgia Tech, three plays later, goes 75 yards, score with three seconds to go, and win the game. Uh, a remarkable finish. So, um I'll just we'll, – we'll we'll start it with that. Uh, the coaching decision or lack thereof of Cristobal and Miami, how much does that play into their big game coming up against uh, North Carolina this week?
1: Who gives a shit? What the hell are you doing? Yeah. T- take the knee, win the ball game. Uh, and, and the bad thing is that wasn't even the worst play. What are you doing on prevent defense, letting a guy get over the top of four guys and scoring that touchdown at the end?
2: Well, you know what the real bad thing is about Sweetie? is it was the second time christopher was allowed that he did it in oregon he did it in oregon he ran a play had a fumble and got his ass beat on the same thing listen here's the thing when it comes to that and you're in those scenarios especially at a head coach at that level you have to be aware of where you're at what the clock is what it is but any level man any decent level you have a card attached to your play sheet you have a guy designated to it at that level
4: that comes up to you and says hey we take a knee right here, we go to the locker room. Point uh, blank, period. You should have another human being, yeah. at, i.e., an assistant coach, saying, What the f are you doing here? Yeah. And like, well, guys, you, know, you could take a knee. And Christopher huh? Mayer took credit for it, but the the person I seen take credit for it was the OC,
2: which I yeah. thought was absolutely ass yeah. because, I mean, oh, yeah. that should be, even if, if the OC's up in the booth, he's running, he's gunning. He's scheming, he's looking at it, whatever. He should know, but Cristobal definitely should know. He should be able he's to step in and say, hey, no, no, we're not doing that. Nope, no, nope, nope. I don't care if you got to burn a timeout, whatever it is. You don't want to play right there. Absolutely, I mean, just pure, man, clock mismanagement. And, and the thing is, that's a conference game for them. You know, Miami's sitting there undefeated if they don't do it. They take a knee, they're undefeated. These guys, these seniors, these seventh-year guys, whatever it is, you you got a chance to run the table. I mean, anything can happen at that point. Now you know you look at those kids, the defensive guys especially. They're sitting there like, "What the piss is going on?" Um, or was an offensive line? Offensive know, lineman. Right? It wasn't pissed. Like, what it we do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what
4: are we doing?
0: Trying to catch up from last <laughs> yeah. week, uh, Court. I know you had some, <laughs> some thoughts about this as well uh, as we were talking in our in our yeah. in our pregame production meeting.
3: I mean, yeah, I'm with y'all on saying there's another guy there that should be telling that. What well, that dude? And like. He makes way too much damn money. That it's the you second
2: time too. Yeah, I'll say it you again. It's the exactly. second time as a power like, and five he's, coach. And
3: he's over there at the microphone, like oh, we were just we were moving the pile. Like, what
2: the? You don't have
3: to move the pile. What is everybody from the time you start playing football to the time you're done? What's the greatest play in all of football? Victory, victory formation. Victory. And hey, these days these idiots take it in shotgun. It. If that's how you want to do it, take it. I don't give a shit. But you still go down on a knee. You don't run the play there. You got the poor running back on the. Up, uh, you know, on the bench, crying his eyes out because he feels he let the whole team down to hell with that. The guy was running; they held him up with
2: five or six guys,
3: ripped the ball out. That's one hundred percent on the yeah, guy no, that's, that's making four and a half million <laughs> hey, dollars.
2: Also, kudos, wow. kudos to you know Tech, the defense playing. Hey, you played through a whistle. That game's not that's right, over you yet. You never stop. They see it. They rallied to that ball. They ripped that thing out, and they got a little mo, man. I, they, mean, I mean, yeah.
3: you wanted to say about the defense sitting back there, but and and crying and saying, you know. What are they thinking? Well, Sweet said it just a second ago. Well, f- that they had the chance to end the game too. Yep. They let a guy get over the top playing
1: pregame. You still had another chance to win
3: the game. This is coaching
2: malpractice. It really it don't matter what level you're at, but you're getting paid millions and millions of dollars to understand that. Understand where the clock's at. Take a knee, and you have a conference win, and
4: your team is undefeated. And you piss that away. That is squarely owned, Cristobal. Yeah, and, and and then like you said, well, they went two plays and. It's covered 74, 76 yeah, yards. Well, I mean, that was piss poor. Yeah. It, beyond piss the, poor. The last minute of that game was absolutely atrocious. But what, I, what I'm thinking
1: about Monday morning when you're in meetings, usually the running back, you know, they'll, they'll show the best cliffs, maybe the worst clips, in the team meeting. And the coaches, you know, usually brings up the one with the running back fumbling the ball, and they just dog them. Like, Hey. Ball security or uh, ball security job security type stuff, and then, well, you gonna show that one and be like, "Hey, man, you got old on the ball, I'm like coach? Why the f- don't you call a different play? Yeah. Why <laughs> not <aren't> we taking <laughs> me? Why, why, aren't we taking why are taking me right here?"
0: <laughs> so, my my question, you know, moving forward is, you know. Does he – is he going to lose the team over this? I mean, could, no. the locker room can trust him when he comes back this week? And, you know, they've got a huge game against North Carolina. And, and he goes in there and gives them a rah-rah speech in the locker room before the game on Saturday. Are they going to buy into that?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, they still – got 1 L. I mean, they got one I mean, they are well, they I mean,
1: 5 and 1. They yeah. they they bought into something. I mean, it's not like But you're coming
2: go- from what Miami was and yeah. you know to the chance to be undefeated at what 6 and 0, 7 and 0 and you're you you got or 6 and 0 and you know going into the biggest conference game they've had, the biggest, you know, a match rank up at that point where they're both undefeated in probably, you know, I don't know, 10 15 years mm-hmm. if not longer. And you piss that away on a coach of malpractice because you didn't take a knee? I mean, to your point, J.P., no, I don't think he loses the locker room on that. Um, but I, I you're, losing, you're losing you're everybody out. outside yeah. of that. Yeah. Motherfuckers are yeah. ragging his ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, 1,000%. I agree with that. But, I mean, these they kids, they still it. know that everything's still in front of them. They're going to win. But, you know, at that point – as a coach, to me, you trust your kids to execute right. As a player, you have to trust your coach to put you in the right position to execute. And at a time like that, there is no excuse for what happened at the end of that game. Besides, it falls squarely on Mario Cristobal. Period. But
3: hey, I mean, we're sitting here talking about him, but did nobody else like watch the end of A and M and Alabama? Dude, yeah. They were Don't, doing it too. Yeah,
0: yeah. they I mean, I mean, should
3: very easily nailed that ball, and they were running. Me and me and my buddy JJ are sitting there like, what? What the hell is is Saban doing here? Like it was a one score game, A and M's out of timeouts, like why are they running the football? It's it's multiple and I'm gonna have to find something else to cut the cord on because we're talking about everything I was wanted to talk about, but I should've Sorry,
0: done Gar- No, could- no, you
3: good. But them Sabian was doing it too, but the thing is we don't talk about it because they didn't fumble it, right? Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, it's but, just but, malpractice all time. But around. I'm going
1: to go against what Trevor said. It's not all on the head coach. I mean, you got to hold on to the ball. You can't let that guy over the top. Yeah. It's on the yeah. other coaches on staff. Yeah. The other defense yeah.
2: do it. And that's where I'm saying is kudos to the damn defense for playing through the whistle instead of hanging their heads. and oh, saying, yeah. this yeah. shit's over, they're going to take a knee. That ball snapped. They're fighting. They're rallying to the ball. you got three guys holding him up. Dude comes in rips that out. And you got another guy with awareness to fall on it, pick it up. Hey, I mean – Granted, they had two plays left, but you talk about a momentum swing. Obviously, these guys are dejected as hell. They went from a conference win and 6-0 and to saying, hey, we got to go play some defense, and they pissed that away too. But it all starts with the head coach at that point. I, 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 there's yeah,
0: no other way around it. I agree. It starts and stops there. I mean, ultimately, the head well, coach I mean, the has to take responsibility. The stops with the yeah. head
2: coach. But, I mean, that's just – here's the thing. It's like we said, it's the second time he done it at Oregon yeah. at one of the biggest jobs in the country at Miami again in one of the biggest jobs Mm -hmm. in the country and you allow that to happen. You know, I honestly, I didn't think anything was going to get worse than those fucking jerseys that they wore that night. It looked like you shook up all those shitty flavors of Mountain Dew and just poured them into a paint (laughs) can and then sprayed them (laughs) over black jerseys. That's what it looked like. And then you come out and you do that.
0: About like I mean, uh, not too far from FIU's jerseys uh, tonight as we're uh, recording I on Wednesday. I got some palm trees, FIU, man. At, at least FIU is doing an, uh, They're doing a Miami Vice night. Yeah, and, they a Miami Vice, and they've got know, the field and the pastel colors and a little so. too much paint.
2: Yeah, you get throw it well, out, I mean, you throw But that's Miami Vice, so, yeah, exactly.
0: So anyway, um, anyway, right. piss poor, piss poor, piss poor. So uh, uh, what what, I, what I'm hearing is that there there is no example. Of this being an okay thing, no, it's
4: a dumbass. Okay,
0: just making sure. No. Just making sure. Well, I, I also, figured that was a consensus.
1: Also, props to Georgia Tech changing up their offense
0: and being able to do this because they wouldn't have been able to throw that hey, ball five Hange years King, ago. Right, quarterback. Asking, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ex, they, I think Texas they doubled. They basically doubled their offensive output of the night on that drive. Yeah,
2: Georgia Tech's been. They hadn't done anything all night. They hadn't done anything all year.
0: Yeah, and, and they competed
2: and in that game. Really. They had a chance well, to win that, was a tw- that well, they, game. They, they, they were up.
4: Good. Oh, wait, they were up. Yeah. What, 10 points at one point? As yeah. you look at them, throw that yeah. a 20-point yeah, I mean, spread. Yeah. George yeah, Tech too. played their asses off. Yeah. They
0: did. All right. Um, probably more on that. Uh, Court, we hope you, you you know, don't take all your good stuff away. I got, so. like, 13 things written down. I know man. you we'll do. Keep, it'll keep, it'll do
3: keep the segment short. you so <laughs> won't have to shut me up. Well, we <laughs> went
0: two hours last week without you. So uh, who knows what we do this week. All right. Uh, we will move on and take a look back at um, at last week's games. Um, and, and I tell you what, uh, I haven't seen a better setting than what was at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas on Saturday. Um, and Oklahoma and Texas, just a fantastic game. The energy in that, in that stadium, you could feel that on, on television. Uh, it was, it was fantastic. Oklahoma comes out, uh, with a win on a drive at the, uh, you know, at the end of the game following a Texas field goal in the last minute and a half, uh, it's, I think it just it epitomizes the best of college football uh, from all aspects. And Oklahoma now a player. They are a legitimate player now, fellas, in the college football playoff as they, they jumped up in the polls, as you would expect, because so many people thought Texas could be the number one team in the country or at least uh, get some votes on that. Oklahoma uh, takes that away from them. So thirty-four thirty. 30 uh, Gabriel, the quarterback for Oklahoma. Uh, boy, I t- you talk about a, a star rising. In, in the matter of uh, three and a half hours, uh, that kid's uh, I mean um, well, stock Mark, is, is gone through the roof, right?
2: Hell, hell of a story about Dylan Gabriel. You know, he was very uh, under-recruited, <laughs> I guess, for lack of a better better phrase of coming out of high school, out of Hawaii, goes to UCF. You see what he did with McKenzie Milton and Scott Frost being there in the offense he runs. He comes in there, and he, he does a heck of a job after Milton – and then, you know, he, he has – I think he gets a little bit of an injury. Anyways, he transfers out. Was originally going to go to UCLA under Chip Kelly. Comes back, um, commits to Venables. Um, didn't play last year in that Red River rivalry due to an injury. But, dude, he was an absolute stud, man. Making plays with his arms, making plays with his legs. You know, I think he threw for about 285 passing. Um, he had 113 on the ground. Um, didn't really make any piss-poor decisions. Led that – that offense down there. One thing I will say about this game is, J.P., I agree with you, the energy. You know, we talked about it last week about it being 11 o'clock and, you know, could it be a night game? Could that bring it more? I like 11 o'clock, man. You know, everybody's juiced for it. You're looking at it.
4: Well, it kicks off the day as it a does. fan. As a player. Yeah. At, <laughs> f*** that, man. Yeah. I don't want to fucking get sure. up. Yeah. Five thirty, have meetings, have breakfast, but that's just and the then go crackheads yeah. at eleven o'clock. I want to fucking that should be a prime time game, man. I, as a player, I'm
2: still not disagreeing with as a, it. As but a fan, the tone, it kicks you said it down, right, I guess off, yeah, man. setting setting it for a fan and setting it for <clears throat> that scenario with the Texas State Fair and everything they do down there, man. But it's, it's set up to be wrong. a prime
1: time game next year. It's kind of hard to put that prime time when it was forty nine to nothing or whatever it was last year.
0: Well, they traditionally do it I do it at do eleven it. o'clock yeah. with yeah. the yeah. fair and.
1: But I, hey, hey, I love. That. I mean, it's. I mean, in my book, right now, is it's it's the game of the year. I mean, oh, I don't uh, think I, it's any question I, yeah. so far.
2: I, yeah, yeah, I was uh, solid.
1: I didn't get to watch a whole
3: lot of it. Obviously, I was I was tuned into another game at eleven a.m. But three things I want to say about that game is, I got to apologize to Brent Venables. I thought he would be there two years and, and gone. Um, after what you know the shithole that Lincoln Riley left him last year, and to to turn it around this quick, uh, two. Let's please stop calling it the Red River rivalry. It's the Red River shootout. It's just like it's the, biggest, the largest cocktail party. And, you know, let's just call game. Let's stop being so PC these days. And three, never move that game out of the cotton bowl. Please, for love of God, do not move it to, no to kidding. ATT or Jerry World. Or that is a phenomenal setting. Split in half, the burn orange. I know it's the wrong color orange, guys. I texted y'all that the other day. And, and, and the and the red on the other side, that's a beautiful setting uh, right there in the middle of the fair. And I like the 11 a.m., I don't have to crack heads that. That early, I'm just cracking cold pops and watching football. So, those are the three <laughs> things
4: I have to say about
3: the game. See, yeah,
4: I, I, and I, I guess I'm just different because I fucking hate neutral site games. Like, well, I it's going like to be neutral site else, no matter what. Everybody else has got to visit Texas yeah. or visit Oklahoma. Yeah. Everybody else yeah. got to visit Florida or visit Georgia. Why make it any difference for these? No, two? If, if, and that's a good, if they want to no, take
3: no, it on, if they want to take it on campus, I'm fine with that. Should be I'm home saying, home. Don't, don't. Don't take it out of the cotton bowl and move it to Jerry World. Is all I was. Oh yeah, at. No, 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 no. I agree. no, 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 no.
2: That's what I was. Yeah, saying. I think the, the cotton bowl is so much history. West said it best. I mean, you look at Georgia and you look at Florida, where every SEC team has to go between the hedges. It has to go to play that game, and these two get the cop out in a forty thousand or forty thousand seat stadium right there. Yeah, it's it, yeah. it's crazy. It's rocking, but you don't still don't have that that home field effect. You know, there. I mean, the swamp, man. For example, or even you know. Play in Austin, play in Norman. It, it, the The atmosphere would be completely different year in year out. Um, I yes, I, yeah. I completely agree with that. I, and then, like as, as like a coach, I said, I would not saying
4: what's the rules recruiting. I'm sorry, you, you're <laughs> no, not that's, that's, to have. No, that's trust me. That's
3: about to change, dude. That that's why okay. they're
4: gonna they're gonna go
3: away from these because uh, they, ho- they can't host. They can't host. They can't host and have any interaction so with the recruits. Yeah, which no, is it's, crap. Hey, here here's tickets. Here's two tickets to the game. That's all they can do. Yeah. Whether you are generated the home team or not. Yeah. So again, I wasn't saying keep it a, a neutral site. I didn't even think about going back to because trust me, I'd have much rather played last year at was it Dope Campbell in yep. Tallahassee and then them kidding. Yeah. No, that would I'm have just have been saying, so much could you, I'm talking about last season. Yeah. Like instead of in New True. Orleans and then play yeah. in the Tiger and then play in Tiger Stadium yeah. this year. Hail like the yeah. Superdome, it's fun to play the national championship and the and the Sugar Bowl and all that in, but
2: it's just not I mean, I think it's kind of one of those is like, you know, Tennessee does it on an opener every few years. You go to Nissan, you go to Nashville, you bring it in. But, I mean, you're not playing a perennial contender in that moment, in that stadium. If you're going to have that and it's going to have true implications Mm. on, you know, the end of the year, the college football playoff race, do the home at home. Uh, yeah. Wes, you said it best, man. I mean, there's nothing better. You know, you, like I said, you, you talk about Georgia-Florida, man. That That is the one that eats me up the most, honestly. Yeah, that one does
4: piss me off. Like, it's uh, it, cool to me.
3: Like, we get UCLA in, in Tiger Stadium next year because we went out to the Rose Bowl a couple years ago. Um, we never got our return trip from Texas because of COVID, which sucks. But then, like, USC hadn't been to the LSU since, like, 1972, but we're not playing them at home at home. We got to go out to Vegas and play them and start the year next year. Yeah. It I, I, I would much
4: I, yeah, I'm with y'all. I like home and homes. I was just talking about Cotton Bowl
3: compared to Jerry World.
4: Yeah. No, I 100% agree. There's there's a ton of history at the Cotton Bowls. Well, I, I agree with you.
3: And it, I didn't it, realize it was in the middle of the fair. Bro.
0: Oh, it's right there. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's you have it to go it. through the fair just to get to the stadium. Yeah. And and at least That's the Cotton Bowl edge. Cotton Bowl does have that tradition. And they fit 100,000 people in that stadium yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Saturday. Um yeah. you know, c- compared to I know, compared to Georgia Florida and Jacksonville you know the the stadium there just doesn't have it and, doesn't do the Jacksonville justice. doesn't doesn't kind of have that vibe i mean yeah it's it's somewhere in the middle and, and you know and everybody gets to go you know especially the people from georgia get to go down to saint simons and sea island or whatever you know all those mm-hmm. um, to brunswick and, and all those little uh, villages uh, on the coast there but it it's the stadium doesn't live up it, at least this neutral stadium has the fair as the background yeah. and, and it's it's got the history of the cotton bowl, so at least it has that going for it. I think it's by far the best neutral site. Oh absolutely. Game. it has
3: the it has college atmosphere to it. You know, I mean and, and we and I have said it a while ago. We we've played multiple, you know, games down in the dome. It just it, it doesn't feel right. You know, it, it just it's not I, the I'm same. with you, Wes. I'm I'm out on neutral site games, you know, and we I've played We've played Oregon and TCU and all those guys in Houston and Dallas and all that. And those are fun trips to start the year. But once you get into the game, even with the band there, it's like you just feel the NFL vibe there. And NFL yeah, has not nothing on college football.
0: Nope, no, nope not at all. Absolutely not. All right. Uh, any final thoughts on um, on, the, on the shootouts in the Dallas? The only thing I'll
2: say is uh, there you go, Cord, Cord. Cord hit on it on Brent Venables, you know, saying you know, he, he was probably a two, three year and out guy. Right. Like defensive Freeman. guy coming, come in, kiss. <laughs> I my had ass. to get that in there. Coming in. But, <laughs> but but you know, he said that Venables, the turnaround, like you said, with all the transfers going out and the job he's done this year is absolutely phenomenal. But his interview after that, you know, somebody one, one of the press guys popped in and was like, How do you prepare your team for this kind of atmosphere? And he cut he immediately cuts them off. He's like, No, no, no. He's like, We we pre- yeah, you can, you can prepare for that. You you treat each and every practice. That starts with us, you treat each and every practice. Each goal line period, like, it's the last one on earth. You do that, and that trickles down to your players. You get that. You hey, get that, that energy. That, that you showed, you that. I mean, uh,
1: Texas, I, what, they were an inch away from TJP scoring?
2: JP, and we should play that. I mean,
1: that, that was a huge stop on the goal line by Oklahoma. We may find that and play it hey, before yeah. the end of the season I mean, that, that that was the biggest play of the game. Difference, uh, difference maker. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it was literally a half inch away from the goal line breaking the plane.
0: I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned Venables, because I, I agree. I think uh, probably the, the second – uh, maybe best thing storyline coming out of this is yeah. Brett Venables. And, you know, there's the defense we thought that he would bring to the table. And then, you know, Oklahoma's always had an offense. But, um, you know, it's it's taken a little bit for those complex uh, defensive schemes that he puts in. And, and I guess they finally got it. It's well, taken a little it's,
2: bit, but you look at what, you know, Raleigh leaves, Raleigh takes Caleb Williams and half the f***ing squad to Southern California. Yep. And then everybody else last year. It was doomed last goes, year. Yeah. It – yeah, and it, it was it a was bend, don't but don't break yeah. I mentality. Yeah. Look,
4: look here, let's not act like the fucking Oklahoma Sooners or the eighty-five Bears. They still no, give up over five hundred yards of offense. Yeah, they just they got enough stops and crucial moments and scored we more got points. Some turnovers too, and because of turnovers, and yeah. then we're able to outscore them. And that's that's something that
0: and it, it, they needed. Yeah, and it obviously. wasn't it wasn't necessarily Texas just giving them the turnovers. They they forced them. Yeah, right. So, uh, but I tell you, overall, um, yeah, I, I agree with you, sweet best game of the year so far in college football and it's going to take a lot to and the biggest takeaway
1: i had from this game i mean texas oklahoma they're both top 15 top 10 teams in the nation right now i mean mm-hmm. yeah, yeah there's no slouches there's a lot of talent both on both sides two teams.
2: not yeah. at all but uh, well, you know we hit on it last week we brought it up you know this is the first true test that that texas team has seen you know Milrose's first game you got jt daniels coming out of rice and they played three backups in a row these hold last on, three games on. no i
0: First real test. First,
2: I mean, of a consistent guy coming in, Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, you look at what he did on that, and you look at what Texas has been playing. Absolutely, man. Oh, so Tuscaloosa you play, was a test. Te, no, Tuscaloosa was a test, but also they didn't have any confidence in Milrow. They didn't have any continuity. If, if Milrow runs the ball right there, and you they didn't that, have
1: any confidence.
2: They roll with it. <laughs> that, that that is a different ball game. But I'm saying is is them coming in and going against J T Daniels, who's transferred. 97 different places coming in, he's at Rice, and then you have Milrow, who's didn't know if he was a starter going into really last week. And then you play three backups in a row, and then you have this game. All I'm saying is, is you know, it, it was a solid test for Texas, and they failed point blank period.
0: Tuscaloosa yeah. was a test. test. I'm sorry. No, they failed. No, a no here's the thing. A yeah, they, beat, they five, beat Tuscaloosa. Five and one gets they, the last they say. They
2: Next beat week. Bama. <laughs>
4: they beat Bama at Tuscaloosa. Dude, Texas is
2: like the McRib. They keep saying it's back all the time, and it's never freaking back. It's not back. They're not back. They're competitive, but they're not back.
0: All right. More more on that coming up. All right. Uh, other games uh, over the weekend uh, that uh, we had uh, in our pick six. Uh, Arkansas uh, at Ole Miss. Ole Miss favored by eleven. They ended up winning twenty-seven to twenty. It was back and forth. And while uh, you know it's uh, KJ Jefferson, Arkansas looked like they had a ton of momentum. They actually took the lead. I think twenty to seventeen at one point. And you're thinking, okay, here comes uh, Arkansas and, and give Ole Miss credit and could have had a lot more. They got that uh, late interception, which thankfully sealed uh, sealed that. Uh, that win for me against the spread is, is I had, um, me also, I had Arkansas, I guess. And you as well, Corp. But, uh, <laughs> um, any, any, any thoughts on this one? I mean, you know, our hey, Ole Miss, uh, yeah,
2: they, it, they it, get a it, win. I shout, mean, shout out, to LSU. Quick shout with out to LSU <laughs> <laughs> for making Ole Miss look like freaking Mike McDaniels, Miami Dolphins this year, putting up points, putting up yardage, spreading the ball around. I mean, come on. I, I <clears throat>
3: Why do you think I picked Arkansas? Do you? I mean, do you think I, I, <laughs> I think LSU's defense is good? Like that's on you. Don't get pissed off at LSU because you're a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I can not that. That's that's I, the
0: that's I, the I perfect mean, little clip coming after you. You Know what? You can't spell LSU without the loss, right? You can't. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, I do feel like that solidifies Ole Miss is like mid tier in the SEC, though. Damn. Solidifies <laughs>
0: his mid. Got to be mid upper though, right? Upper mid? I mean, they got to do a little
1: more. I mean, I, I, Arkansas is not, not the greatest right I think right it
2: solidifies now. Jackson Dart into what Jackson Dart is. Yeah. And what we all thought and what is, was before. And what is that? Mediocre. Okay. Yeah. Mediocre at best. I so, mean, LSU's defense made him look – So an a-
0: average performance by Ole Miss is what I'm hearing from you guys.
2: Him, I think
4: below average. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah a- absolutely. I agree, yeah.
2: They're
3: not a good foot- – I mean, you just – anybody – I mean, we got more holes in us than damn Swiss cheese. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, damn, dude! Like they got Lane Kiffin,
4: good. they got Lane Kiffin, and they go fast. Yeah. Which I mean, and Quinchon Juggins didn't do a f***ing thing the other night. No. They got 18 carries and they wind up with 60 something yards. I mean, yeah. that's and you not can call what it a hangover, expected. you can call it was, but I'm
2: with you, Wes. It's it's not what you expected coming off that offensive performance no. that they had. I mean, it's a, it was the
3: same with Arkansas two weeks ago. Look what they did against A and M the week after they put they hung 32 on LSU. That's why I texted y'all that morning. I'm like, "Holy shit! This is the team we gave up, 32-2. You might want to hammer the rebels here." Obviously, I was joking, not thinking I would be correct.
2: But <laughs> I, we're bad.
0: Okay, um, so uh, Ole Miss gets uh, gets the win, but Arkansas does get the cover with the 27-20 Mississippi win, uh, and Ole Miss moves to five and one on the season. Arkansas moves to two and four. Uh, elsewhere down in Gainesville, in the swamp. Um, it was a uh, it was a three o'clock Eastern so local time kick for this one down in the swamp and you know I know it's Vanderbilt coming into town but that that atmosphere what it appeared on television I, I'm sure none of the rest of you were paying any attention to that one and that's okay but I was and and it looked horrible uh, Florida but both the the team and the fans were were just oh, hey, it's a Saturday, it's a football, this is what we do, we'll come in and we'll see a win. And and that's kind of how everybody approached it. And, you know what, that's what it turned out to be, and that's what's so disappointing about Vanderbilt, is that they couldn't take advantage of Florida being uh, what appeared to not have any energy in that one. But Florida gets the win 38-14. Um, it was tied at seven early. And uh, Vandy's still going with their uh, backup based on the start of the year and, um, and Swan um, – so it was rather seals AJ Swan as that has been out the last couple of games and so uh, uh, Florida covers uh, and Cord well done you got you got the Gators on that one uh, as you have sworn off the Commodores as probably the rest of us should uh, yeah uh, and Vandy know, and Ole Miss yeah <laughs> uh, you know Van, Vandy's a thirty one point dog I think uh, that's a number I've seen at home at home against Georgia. Uh, no, it's in Athens. It's in Athens, I think. So, uh, But, uh, no, maybe it is in Nashville. It is in Nashville. Either way, Either home way game, It doesn't Georgia. matter. Yeah, it's a home yeah. game no matter where it is. Uh, that's not worth picking. You know, and, and I, I don't know. I, I just think, as I think the, you
2: said it best, JP. It was the fact that, you know, uh, Clarkley and the boys did not. They, could take they, didn't, thing. they didn't come out with that no. energy. Uh-uh. They didn't come out with what I thought they would. Um, one, moving the ball a little bit, taking care of it. Taking taking some uh, emphasis on running the ball and slowing it down away from Florida a little bit. Florida can't really score once you go up on them. I mean, I, I I'm I firmly believe that. Um, but it it was kind of just sort of see a lee led team play that lackluster on defense, yeah. and then the way they came out on offense. Yeah. Um. I, I truly thought they'd give a little bit better battle than what they showed.
1: And that, sh- shout out the punter becoming the only player <laughs> NCAA damn, what history. A shitty stat. <laughs> To break 11,000 yes. yards. The yes. Only Matthew Bre- A-ball. Breaking
0: Twitter that it's the, the most Vandy stat of all. I, yes.
1: I mean, that, that was the greatest. I mean, I, I was yeah. at the Music City Bowl, and was it old 9 or old 10 where the punter got the uh, player of the game, too? Uh, that is a very Vandy thing. He's probably only been there three years, too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, well, I, I, will spare, um, I will spare Vandy on our pick six for a while, Um uh, Because why 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 would any of us pick Vandy though?
2: Shit, for some reason I kept
4: doing it. I've
0: done it. I know (laughs) shit. But at this point, moving forward, right,
4: it. This week, it's got to happen.
0: Right. This is the week. This (laughs) is (laughs) the week. That 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 is the story of Vanderbilt right there. This is the week. that's been my entire life. This (laughs) is the week.
1: And you had us convinced,
0: JP. This is the week. Hell, it was Trev that was pumping me up. He had to. Take me off the ledge. All right, um, Georgia and Athens uh, taking on Kentucky. Both teams undefeated, and Georgia uh, came out early. No slow start for the dogs at this one, 51-13, the final. They cover easily the 14-and-a-half point spread and uh, showed everybody why they're the number one team in the country. That's the Georgia everybody's been waiting for, yeah, right? Been I guess, they it. just need some motivation. I truly believe this, that you know they've been sleepwalking through this season so far because, I mean, after two national championships in a row, it's tough to get up, and after what Kentucky did to Florida last week, there was a lot of attention on Florida. Ray Davis running the football, and hey, Kentucky—they're real deal. They—they they could beat Georgia, and and that gave uh, Kirby Smart uh, some bulletin board material and reason to motivate his team, and and it got them going. They're like, okay, I think they finally woke up.
2: See, I, I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to go against that. You're not, because, you're not buying Well, that? no, because, I mean, you, like you said, coming off two national championships, they don't, have a, they don't need a reason to get up. They are the national champs. They, they're back-to-back national champs. Trevor, who they, did you pick in that they, game? Listen, <laughs> I had it. Listen, I'll take it. I thought it'd be close on spread, without a doubt, because I thought they'd be able to run the football. But you know what they did? They didn't watch any tape. Me and Wes talked about it. Dude, Bowers is running free downfield, or They're putting an outside linebacker on Bowers. And no, not playing anybody over <laughs> the top. He I has mean, got dude, to be the focal he, he's, point. He's, he's yes. got to be. got to be. And they just let him run wild. I mean, it, it, was, it was piss poor on Kentucky. I mean, I still think Georgia's one. I think, you know, probably Michigan's two. I'm not taking Georgia out of that spot. But that was just a bad showing coming off the win, and a dominant win that <laughs> Kentucky had going into that with their game plan on both sides of the ball, in my opinion.
1: I mean, that just goes to show if you're coming into a Georgia game expecting just to pound the rock the whole time, it is not going to happen. you got to be able to take the top off that defense. You do. Loosen them up for you. I mean, because I, I guarantee Kentucky came into the game thinking they were going to pound the rock like they've done against everybody. And I, they, they show Georgia that is their strength. And uh, if, that's like a, the Michigan thing. You know, they like to run the rock. And, you know, Kentucky likes to run the rock. If that is your game plan, uh, you, you better reconsider the, it. The problem with Kentucky. Jo- Georgia was, is good at it. They don't have the quarterback. They don't have the quarterback. Top. Top. They at don't all. have it? Is it. Is it – Georgia? O'Leary? Yeah. Not Georgia. No, no Florida. Florida. Oh, Kentucky. Kentucky. Florida. Kentucky. Kentucky Kentucky. It's, yeah.
2: it's the same scenario to me with Kentucky and Florida. Both of them got the transfers in, right? One of them came from uh, – uh, NC State. And NC Wisconsin. State, Wisconsin. Yeah, O'Leary and then the other guy. Both fan bases thought they were going to be the guy that could be that difference maker stepping in while they have their freshmen and their sophomores develop a little bit. They have been absolutely wrong. Neither one of them can take the top off anybody. It, it's been pathetic, honestly. Well, um,
0: and, and Georgia got up so quick, fourteen nothing before you you can blink. You know, I mean, it's kind of hard to. It know, is. Run but the I not even at fourteen
2: nothing. You got to do what you do. You got to trust him. When they've got eight nine in the box, it's hard to run the football.
4: Well, and. The, we can't move on without talking about f***ing Mark Stoops' bitch ass's comments <laughs> about the NIL. Did you hear oh, that A yes. few days ago. I think yes. it was pretty smart, honestly. I can promise you, Georgia, they bought some pretty good players. You're it. allowed to these days, and we could use some help. That's what they look like these days when you have 85 of them. I mean, I'm, I encourage anybody that's disgruntled to pony up some more. Motherfucker, you're, you're getting paid $8 million a year. You've got the best job. Mark Stevens got the best job in the country. L- uh, what? Low expectations. F**k they can win seven games a year and go to the Music City Ball but, every year. But he's and, Kentucky a fans, school, though. and Kentucky fans are <laughs> stoked. Like, but I, I'm I'm thinking that is the ultimate cop out, bitch move. I'm think a Kentucky what, fan, or, or dude. I'm
2: pissed. I'm like, court, bro, it was like, court, put a better that's not one. Like, like, this same, same
4: motherfucker last year played Georgia, the, uh, tougher than anybody on Georgia's oh, schedule absolutely. last year at Kentucky. The same fucking, the same Mizzou, f-ing I, I, players I, I he had last year. Yes, I, I, Wes,
3: I, I see where you're coming from. It's a bad look. But in his mind, he's thinking, let me see. It's the same thing when Saban called out Jimbo talking about buying all players. Saban's been giving challengers and chargers and all that shit for years, obviously under the table. But when he called <laughs> Jimbo out, he was talking to his boosters like, hey, let's let's raise some more money here. And I think Stoops is kind of talking. There's a lot of money up there in Kentucky. In the yeah, and right. they're all so, looking uh, at, uh, yeah, all right, you know, we're giving you it to Calipari. What, exactly. To. I'm just saying he if he got if he goes and says that and gets another two hundred fifty five hundred thousand dollars this year that somebody donates to their whatever their co- collection Collected, fund is, which yeah. is
4: supposed to be illegal and shit. But but it looks we'll like Mark Stoops is in the on. free agency uh, market yeah, yes. because he's got some kids that they're paying through the NIL. Yeah, no doubt. evidently he's not good in the free agency market. Yeah, he needs to evaluate himself. To but, but that's it, it's, right.
1: it's kind of, it's kind of down the middle though. It, it is exactly what Court's hitting on. Like he meant what Cord's trying to say, but it came off like what Wes it's is putting said. forward. Yeah. like like, I, like I you, just think you, that's he could have worded it a whole lot better. Yeah. Run, run that some bitch through his PR people. Like, hey, yeah. I, how can I say this? No, he just said that off the cuff. Yeah. He meant, I, I think he meant well by it, but it, it just comes off piss yeah. poor.
3: I, I'm with you on that one, sweet. What Thanks. A, Thanks for a day, for being college football. Right we there. talk
4: about but but it, NIL and paying players and they're buying. I mean. We know the shit's happened under the table, like Cord said, for years. McDonald's but bags and
3: Cane's bags and whatever other bags we got to pay them in. What? F***ing
4: corn dogs and them. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
3: I just think Cane's I- bags, I threw ourselves in there too. Don't. Oh, I
4: missed that part. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Raising Cane's.
0: Yes. Yeah. I just
2: think it's a piss poor thing to say. He, he didn't say Popeye's. Popeye's. He said, By yeah, he said C-coach.
0: Cane's. What the
1: hell's a Cane's bag?
0: <laughs> Good shit. That's what it is.
3: Hold on. Sweet, seriously, have you ever had raisin canes? Do I, have raisin I have canes? not. I have not. Oh my god. Good stuff. Good stuff. He, he the dude does chicken fingers and French fries and you'll eat there three times
1: a week.
0: I'm down. Mm-hmm. I'm a fat guy. It's All right. Uh we will uh we will slide on uh, from that one. Georgia uh looking good again, fifty one thirteen, uh the final there. All right, do we want to talk um Bama A and M or LSU Missouri? <laughs>
2: Come
4: on, yeah, Cordy right? yeah, is I mean,
3: cord. let's,
0: cord. <laughs> let's go, yeah,
4: Cordy.
3: I mean, we, yeah, we're going to talk about both of them. Let's go, Cordy. Yeah, we're going to talk about both of them. Let's go, Cordy. Wes, let's talk about your boy for a second, bro. How about number five? He's huh? a dog, man. He's, I'm, him. I'm, He's him. I'm, him. I love that That's kid. That's what the kids say. I love Dude, him. I, I, and and I, I never shit on him. I never shit on him, but... I, I just – I didn't know if he would take that next step, and then especially after we had heard all offseason he was going to, and then we see the way he kind of played in the Florida State game, a little still too hesitant, and then with um the, the way the offensive line played. But, I mean, you put that guy – I was talking to my buddy J.J. again today, and he was laughing. He's like, oh, you got your purple and golds on. I said, dude, we could go 10-2. and two. We could also be an 8-4 and four team. I could see either way because there's not anywhere on our schedule where I look and say – we're losing that game, and there's not anywhere on our schedule that says we're we're winning that game for sure. Besides maybe Georgia State or whatever later in the year, but with Jaden Daniels, no matter what our defense does, I'm confident in this team because that guy's just gonna find a way to carry you. Yeah, and he's he's and, and the, if he's not in the if he's not in the top three for the Heisman vote right now, the the shit is wrong. Yep, and I don't care about team wins and losses. Yeah, if we're five and six in the year, that's but when you got Robert Griffin saying something about him. Not being up there because his team's got two losses. I'm like Robert Griffin, you <laughs> won it with three losses, dog. Uh, yeah. But then he comes out on Twitter after the game and says Jaden should be. I mean, Jaden's one could. of those
2: talents that Gord he he could go to any school in the SEC and win six oh seven God, games based dude. off his talent. Good God. Period. I mean, he he's an absolute dog. And you know, talk, while we're talking about him, you know, let's talk about neighbors, man. What he consistently does. He, I mean, him and uh, – who's the 6'7"? Ryan Thornton, Thomas. Or Thomas. Thomas, Thomas, yeah. yeah. Thomas had two back-to-back – you know, he had a drop pass, yeah. and then I think he had a penalty yep. right back after it, um, which was tough in the spot they were in. He ended up bouncing back and making a couple big grabs. But you look at what they're able to do as an offensive unit. I, dude, it's it's special, and then Logan man. Diggs
3: coming onto the scene, like, you know, rushing for over 100 again. Jade, I mean, Jade. at one point in the game, we were playing – run the football as our best style of defense. You know? Yep. I mean we had we had like twenty six passes or twenty six rushes to seven passes late in the second quarter.
2: Which here and, and to that point, I mean But that's something y'all need to develop it. into though. LSU's be... defense is bad. We know that. But dude Missouri's no slap dicks. I mean Missouri Brady Cook can sling it, man. Uh, Luther Burden, the guy on the outside and the guy that played in the slot, absolute dogs. Burden, I think Burden's actually leading the country in yards and catches right now. Yeah. Um, you know, I think him and neighbors probably are 1-2. Um, that was a fun game to watch at 11 o'clock. You know, we had them both going with uh, the Red River shootout cord, um Thank going, you. and it was, you know, it was points on points on points, and it, it, it was fun. Um, it was a close game. You know, you take away the late pick six, and that thing goes down – a little, I mean, JP, I see. No, you're I mean, right. I mean, no, that was a backdoor it's a, cover. That yeah, was, was a backdoor cover. was a backdoor cover. But, I mean, that game was doing, a lot
3: closer than what it looked like Absolutely.
0: the
2: Absolutely.
3: Yeah. And BK was pissed, dude. He was like, mm. we've had this talk. He's supposed to go down the one right there. I'm like, coach, there's a lot of guys yeah. in Baton Rouge that got coin on that team. Thank you, Major. I appreciate
0: it. You can't tell a D back to, to yeah, stay out you know, of the end zone, not right? Not from the eight. It's not If he picks it on the 50. Yeah.
3: But sweet, I'd like to hear what you were about to say after i had mentioned something about. No, the I mean
1: that—that's that, part of the. Uh, Wes can probably, uh, you know, talk about this a little bit more than I can. But whenever you have an offense that scores efficiently, you know Tennessee ran into this a little bit last year. You score so quick, you score very efficiently. You're in and out four or five plays, and the defense is back out there.
4: You're, if you the, ain't got depth, you're. Uh, f- yeah, you're,
1: you're, you're screwed on defense. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it looks, looks like uh, LSU doesn't really have that depth like Wes is talking about. I mean, defense is probably spending 90% of the time on the field when LSU's offense is just, you know, marching down the field and scoring at will. So that, that that's something else. You're talking about the running game. That, that That's something LSU needs to develop a little bit more to slow that yeah. game down and, and control it a little bit better, especially if they can get up by a score or two. Well, I mean, can, that's what I mean this game ended,
3: it was, what, 43 rushes to 23 passes? Like, <laughs> like wow. And the way you see the points put up and the way people were talking about Jaden, you'd have sworn it was a complete opposite way, you know. Obviously, Jaden had 15 of those 43 rushes, but, man, I, 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 dude, I well, love number five. And, I yeah, and
0: and, of course, that big run late in the game after coming back from, you know, being knocked out for a minute and – you know, it was clear he put that team on his shoulders. And that's uh, and that's something, obviously, I think uh, can be a team builder uh, as you move forward on both sides of the ball. Corda, I, I think, you know. Hey,
2: how I about think Harold
0: something...
3: Perkins with the big pick in coverage, huh? <laughs> so, um, I've been telling you all the whole time, Harold Perkins should always be in coverage. I never Christ want him rushing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right,
0: big win. Big, uh, hey, we yep.
1: we, we should have known it was going to be a close game after Brian Kelly's comments at the press conference. We're heading to Columbia. Bring your yeah. Columbia jackets. Yeah. Like. Going to rip some lips, boys. Boy, uh, 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 bro, bro. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow, that's some old man humor that did not. The, 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 the,
4: uh, yeah. the dad right. joke definitely did. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while since he's been a dad. Obviously.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, the uh, the Bayou Bengals get the win, uh, 40, 49 to thirty five. Yes, 49 forty nine thirty nine, uh, as they get the win there in that one. Uh, LSU. Uh, with the big win, they moved to four and two overall, three and one in conference play. So, big win for uh, for the Bayou Bengals. All right, uh, Alabama uh, at Texas A and M, back and forth. Uh, Alabama favored by two and a half. They hold on and win twenty six to twenty. And an entertaining game down in Calfield Field as well. Um, Milroe is is you know, I guess he made enough plays here, I guess. I mean, Shandy, it was uh, three for three hundred plus. Yeah,
4: Jemaine, uh, Burton
0: was, Bur- was there,
4: had 200 yards. Yeah, now
0: that's that's a man.
4: I think Milrow ended up with
2: negative based off the sacks he had on rushing. Um, that was, you know, as – I mean, I think the record's purely stated, there's no Alabama fans on this panel. But um, as an Alabama fan, that's what you wanted to see from Milrow, to be able to take the top off, to be able to take those shots on first down and then make those crucial – Throws when you needed that conversion.
0: Yeah, be accurate. Uh, it, it, it was yeah.
2: it was a solid solid showing by Milrow through there. Um, you know uh, we're going to get into it a little bit more. I do believe, but you know Jimbo Fisher is a grade A dumbass through and through. All right, so all
0: right, Graces so green, s-
3: skies blue, waters s- wind. S-
0: set set up what you know because <laughs> there's there's been a lot of talk about you know coaching decisions. Obviously, we started the show off with Crystal Ball and, and not kneeling for Miami, but uh there's also been some chatter with jimbo and and so set up for for some of our uh, listeners that may not be fully aware or may not have followed that game uh play by play to what you're kind of referring to
2: uh, i mean my thing is is you know they get the ball back in the third quarter seven minutes 29 seconds to go nobody asked me why i know that but it, <laughs> seven minutes 29 seconds ago they move across field it's third and two right they have a chance to pick up that first down. They call a pretty lackluster play call, get to fourth and one. They're, all, they're across the 50. They're in plus territory at home in an SEC game, in a game they're not really supposed to win. 17-17, I mean, huh? Yeah, it's a tie game. Tie game, they got a chance to do it. You, you, you get under center, and you pick up a yard right there. Instead, Jimbo backs off, says, right, we're going to punt. And here's the thing. Power A gap, don't matter what it is. Give me a quarterback sneak. Give me that cord special power A <laughs> gap from midfield, and let's roll. <laughs> but here's the thing: you're at home, man. You do what you do. You take that game and you put it in your hands, and you move that ball downfield, and you take the lead right there. That's exactly what you do. You don't punt that away at home against an Alabama team. And and you know the thing I think that irked me the most. Outside of that was his comments after the game. He comes out and he says, ah, man, you know, we looked at it. We had third and two, then we had fourth and one. If it was fourth and short, fourth and inches, we, we probably would have went for it. <laughs> it's fourth and one, bro. You're at home. You're at home driving against Alabama. You line up and you pick up a half a yard to a yard, period.
1: You got to take those chances. And
2: he didn't. And guess what? It cost him the game. It did. And, and that's not the only malpractice he had, but that was the turning point of that game.
0: Uh, you know, talking about an atmosphere. Uh, Court real quick though. You know, uh, we talked about the Cotton Bowl in Dallas in in um, College Station, though. Hell of an atmosphere at Kyle Field uh, for that game, and and a lot of you know Alabama still has a lot of uh, pre snap penalties. Very uncharacteristic well, of typical. Yeah, I mean, yes. Kyle Field's got yes. uh, 4,000 people. I mean, that's uh, up there with Neal. It's I mean, fantastic. Last talked about it being there in
2: sixteen, and the you know. What they can do as a fan base, and how yep. when they're in a game, they roll. I mean, that is home field advantage to it. that's why that was a pick'em game. Play, and and it, playing
0: into your point, though, you're at home with that. You're atmosphere. at home with it. You you line go up and you go, man. You go get a yard. Go for it, Cord. I interrupted you. Don't you don't put that shit. No, no, no. Man. Man. You
3: good? I, I'm I'm with you, man. You. Just, I mean. Get Big Sweet and his boys up front there, give a little push, push West and them on their ass, and get the first down. Worst case is,
2: hey, line up there, line up under center, get that hard count going, and if they don't jump, call a timeout, line up, pick the play you want, and run it. Pick it up, assert a little bit of dominance right there at home, get the crowd behind you. You go down, you take the lead against Alabama, and that game's different, man.
4: Yeah, it
3: just I mean, you sound like either a fan of one of those two teams or like you had a little bit riding there. I don't know what, a, I don't know what it is, why well, you're so heated. I don't know why you're so
0: heated over this game. <clears throat> sweet, let me but ask
3: you. No, I was pissed off for yeah.
1: it. Yeah. A square plus B square plus yeah. C square. <laughs> so, so
3: sweet. Is that what that is? Holy shit. Sweet. sweet, as an offensive lineman,
0: um, it. Any chance that if if you're on the plus side of the field and it's fourth and one, doesn't matter how far the yard is, as an offensive lineman, you're feeling on the plus side of the field, you can make it, right? No matter what, right?
1: It don't matter who's
0: across the field. I mean, mean, as as an an o lineman, right? Don't you?
1: Yes. Isn't that the mentality? Uh, To quote Trevor, 1,000%. You can always
0: get one One yard. If you can't get one yard, you're it on any side of the field. Point blank period. You're right
2: across the 50. You
4: ain't kicking a field goal.
0: Kudos to you on that one, sweet. Kudos to you. It's not like they got Mevo on their team, the thick kicker out there kicking. Come on.
1: I say this to our kids. I was like, you are in trouble when you put the game in the hands of skinny people. Oh God! <laughs> uh, you got take control. Hey, hey, put your hand in the dirt and hey, get downhill and let's go get that yard.
0: Okay, let me let me let me move this forward. All right, so uh, tough game. And what did we learn from Alabama in this game?
4: You can't fucking bet against them, man. You can't okay. count them out. They find ways. That Nick Saban finds ways with no matter who he has at quarterback in crucial spots, they find ways to win
1: football games. And, and I think the biggest difference on Alabama this year is the amount of penalties they're accruing right now. I mean, I, I think that, that that is a huge difference on Alabama teams we've seen in the past. I I, I don't think it's a saving thing. I think it's an assistant coach thing. And, you know, you, you don't got your players ready to execute like they're supposed to, like we've seen in the past. I mean, they, they almost had a – Hundred plus yards of uh, penalty yards. I mean, that, yeah. uh, that's what kept Texas A and M in the game.
0: A lot of pre snap penalties. Yeah. Uh, granted, again, not an easy place. It's an electric environment. Yeah, and and, is, I know, and, and I know and I know everybody practices oh. what the silent silent counts and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, tough. it's 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 easier said than done. Um, but uh, hopefully for for Bama fans, they'll be able to get that figure. But yeah, it feels like that that mental toughness just overall is not quite what they're accustomed to, but they're still winning because they've got the guys. Is, is yeah, that, getting yeah. better every day. Yeah, job. it is. So, so what
3: five what are, five sacks. Like they, and and the guys up front for A and M are no slouches. Uh, yeah. Uh Mark Stoops would be pissed because they got a
0: lot of money going in those guys. Yes. <laughs> they, they drive Mercedes <laughs> too. That. Right? They drive Mercedes too. Oh, what did we learn from A and m
2: other than Jimbo tell you Jimbo manages his game like okay. a freaking six year old playing that. That's what he does. No, True blown shown. mismanagement through and through. That's what I learned. No. And it Point wasn't learning. It was way of it. <laughs> so I Jared, hundred thousand percent. Piss on Jimbo Fisher.
3: Kudos to you on that one, Trevor. Um, I learned that I asked y'all a question it's before like they a went show
1: to and tell <laughs> <accord>. <laughs> What I what I did over Christmas <laughs> break. <laughs> I,
3: I learned the same thing that I asked y'all going into Miami. I said, who's calling plays down there? Is it Jimbo or it's Bobby? I learned this week it is 100% Jimbo still calling the plays. Mm. Bobby Mm. Petrino is not calling those plays because he would have gone for it. Yeah. He'd have got on the back of a motorcycle and gone straight (laughs) over them.
2: (laughs) And if he didn't like it up front, he'd have called a timeout and then kicked Mm. in second gear and did it again. Mm -hmm. All right.
3: JP, you got to get us back on the rails. Okay. <laughs> all right. We
0: We're, we're gonna, didn't get off Jimbo's. We're, we're gonna we're gonna wash that clean. We've uh, we've vented
3: just, um, this our fun. demons
0: over the weekend.
3: <laughs> I've never seen Trevor sweat and, so damn
1: much.
0: And the beauty is that hey, we we got another week ahead, so that pain's
1: popping through. All we're that, gonna that we're gonna head. talk about it on
0: the other side. Southern Roots just, Football.
3: Like,
0: Southern Roots Football Show on Southern Roots Radio.